0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of Independent Thought. My name is Desmond Price. I have been promising additional bonus episodes for a little while now. I've not pulled out since. Okay, so it's only been a month and a half, but it's been a little bit since we've had a bonus episode. So I thought it was about time that we brought something new back to the fold. Now, my most recent episode uh season three episode 17 the seaweed farms what you need to know in the second half of that episode i had a guest by the name of frank styles he's the host of the 336 pull-up podcast now frank and i ended up having a continuation of our conversation after the episode had officially ended so that's what i'm bringing you all today is just the continuation of that episode so For those who are interested, you know, definitely check out this episode today. Thank you so much. If you're listening to this, I'm assuming you're a subscriber. So thank you for being subscribed. I also want to take a moment to thank all of the patrons that I have, all 31 of you. Uh, Thank you so much for helping me throughout this entire process. I have bought some new audio equipment and it will be debuting in my next episode. So keep an eye out for that. And finally, if you are not already, please follow me on Instagram at independent thoughts. That is the best way to keep up with my podcast as I post my story daily. So make sure that you follow me on Instagram. Now, just a couple of things we're going to be talking about in this episode. We're going to be talking about Kamala Harris. We're gonna be talking about Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and our feelings around the media slightly. So, that is what you'll be in store for for this bonus episode. Before we get started, though, I wanna say a special thank you to my sponsor, who is Bathing Beauties Beads, a local shop here in Missoula, Montana. If you have a moment, please have pause on this episode, scroll up into the episode description and click on her link, which goes to her online store. She is an amazing business owner here in our community. So definitely go and check out her shop. And if you do not live in Missoula, Montana, Her shop does ship anywhere in the U.S. So definitely check her out. Thank you all so much. Now here's the episode.
1: Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana. That has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage-inspired clothing, shoes, and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf, and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at BettysDivine.com Hey, Indie Thought listeners, has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side? Well, then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode. Bathing Beauties Beads is a full service bead shop in the heart of downtown Missoula. Whether it's seed beads, semi-precious stones, vintage beads, or just materials to make a project, they have something for every person and every price range. Not from Missoula? Don't worry. They have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook, or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code Independent Thought at checkout to save fifteen percent on your order.
2: I should have, I should have responded, but um, she has uh, she's she um, set up a program. Yeah. Uh, uh, specifically for um, obviously people of color, but you know because those were the ones that were mostly locked up. But she did set up a program that allows uh, them. I think if it's if like for those smaller charges or Mister, you know I don't know what the legal what the legal jargon is for it, but whatever it is, you go through this program. It allows you, I believe, to graduate, and then um, it also helps. This is the biggest thing. It helps you get they in this program and it helps get your, once you pass the program, it helps get your name, your, your, whatever your crime was expunged. Like, so, yeah. So she's got some, she's, she's got some programs that are out there. Um, But if you dig into it, you'll see that. And then a lot of times too, um, when you look at the history and what, what has happened previously with her um, some of those cases, you know, they just see her as the face. Well, she was running a group of people, and they're saying in some instances uh, that there's no way that she couldn't have known like some innocent guy got locked up and they refused to let go of the evidence or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know how true that that one is. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, that's not the first time you've heard of that. That's uh, hell. I just saw some guy the other day that was locked up for 37 years for a crime he didn't commit. And they oh. had the evidence in another state. You know what I mean? Oh so, God. so Um you know, I get that, but I, I guess what I'm trying, what I was trying to hit home was, it doesn't matter, we all have a past, we've all made mistakes, we've all done things, but we as black people can't have it both ways. And in that sense, what I mean is, on one hand, you can't say you want a seat at the table. And then when this, when someone is given a, the seat, you start talking about the person that's there trying to give us that seat at the table. You know what I mean? Like they did it to Obama, they, they, they tried to do it uh, to Kamala Harris. Um, And hopefully what we need to do is just hold them accountable. Now that they're in there, let's see what they're going to do. I'm I'm impressed by, you know, um, the staff that he's put together so far. Um, But at the end of the day, policy-wise, let's see what's going to happen.
0: Right. It's a catch-22, you know, on my end. Because on one hand, you, you know, you appreciate trailblazers, you know, people who are the first who look like you to be in those positions that we have been chasing, for yep. you know just for decades now i mean for, i mean for over a century honestly but i right. mean like on top of that at the same time you know there's also has to be a level of equality there right like right you have to be thinking to yourself you have to be accountable for the things that you did wrong i mean that mm-hmm. that's the whole that's the point of power right we criticize everyone so yep. i mean why wouldn't we criticize you and right. i you know i think some of the and i haven't done enough research on this admittedly but i think some of the things that I had heard coming down on Kamala were just the unnecessary long sentences that she gave to just uh, to drug possession, like charges Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to drug trafficking charges, which I I feel a little more conservative on trafficking. I mean, I think possessions, I mean, that's just stupid in my opinion, honestly. Yeah, Drug drug possession charges, I feel like those should just be just done away with throughout the country. But, you know, the private prison... Uh, industry has to make their money, I
2: guess, right? Especially especially in California, right? Especially in California. And when you look at it, when you look at the overall uh piece of it, it's like, okay, they were extremely long sentences, but again, you know, and and this, you know, on and I just wanted to say I wasn't taking it up for Joe Biden on the ninety four crime field. The way that he represented and the things that he said, he should have right corrected that now so I want to make sure that clear so make sure you say that in in the in the sense but what people don't what I'm getting at is the knowledge and understanding what people don't realize is it was a federal law but then once it was incentivized to states states took on those laws which allowed them to get paid from the government and then you know obviously now we're really locking people up because now we you know in order for us to get that next pay I'm pretty sure there's some clauses in there you got to have you know a certain amount of group or a certain amount of people locked up or something. Um, So, you know, uh, it's,
0: it's honestly, when I, I I have like a little list on my phone here where I have mm -hmm. uh, just topics that I want to address in the future on the podcast. And I got to tell you, the private prison industry is something that I feel as though needs to have more light (laughs) shined on it because. Oh yeah, man. It, it's disgusting, honestly. It, like,
2: it, it, is. it is. It is it is a terrible thing. Um, I know you've, you've probably already seen this doc, but if you saw um, 13th, did you watch that? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, man. Daz, you want to talk about the private industrial complex as far as prisons go? It's yeah. on Netflix. Check it out. It tells you- What's it called again? How, 13th. You're talking about the 13th Amendment. Yeah, We're referring to the 13th Amendment. But if you check it out on Netflix, it is a great doc. And it explains to you how it, it it gives you decades over time on how they created the narr- the narrative uh, along with stereotypes on blacks that were already out there uh, to put them in the to put them into um, to put us into prison. Um, it even has tapes of Nixon's um, like uh, campaign manager saying things like you know you can't say the n word anymore, right? Because before back in the day, you used to be able to say you know, in and in, in, you can't do that now. So we right. have to be able to paint a different type of picture of this person. So when you talk about crime, and you don't want crime, crimes being committed. That's those little words when they say, uh, wh- wh- I forgot the words they call them, when you're talking about black people, but you're not saying blacks. thugs. Um, yeah, you know, well, they didn't say thugs, but they were saying something else. That's but what those, they now, buzzwords, those buzzwords, those buzzwords that only... Yeah you know, you're in the, you're dead, you're in the circle. So you know what I'm talking about? Um, And that's what they did. They painted that picture. um, And because Nixon wanted to be the uh, big time, you know, break the law president. It just shows how over the time, the numbers of the number of colored people locked up increased over the years. It's really, really good doc though. You got to check that out. No, I mean, you, you
0: definitely got my interest on it. You know, I'm, I'm a history kind of like nerd. So, I mean, like, yeah. whatever you like throw at me, like, you know, like history plus, you know, like uh, events that are still somehow impacting us today, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to jump all over that.
2: Yeah, jump on it, man. Cause I, I've even um, um, told some of my white associates, I go, if you really want to understand some things, um, check out this documentary, 13th, and it'll show you from the, the end of the Civil War through the 1900s. Um, how they were putting us and locking us up for something as simple as loitering and locking us up for years. Because now you can't get slave labor out of me. So what's the other way that I can get labor out of you to rebuild the South? Slave is, labor.
0: Just rename slave yeah. labor.
2: Yeah, just lock you up for doing it, right? And right. that's that's where it started. But when people started seeing that they can make money off of it, as we start getting into, you know, the nineteen nineties and moving forward, it became a huge big business. And it names all these different brands that are involved and how they all meet together to try to and this is how when we talk about pack money and giving money to these these politicians they talk about that they talk about how these they have this huge meeting of these billion dollar companies and they come in and they say well this is the way we want you to swing des this is what we feel like and if you do that you know you know i know you just you just you know signed a book deal we're gonna go ahead and buy you know 150 of your books, you know what I mean. Yeah. They'll do stuff like that, um, but yeah, it's a it's a great doc. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I've been looking for something to kind of like uh, I'm re-energize a little bit because now that we're kind of transitioning away from Trump, you know, it's gonna mm-hmm. be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a little bit harder for me to get as like juiced up just because the the media is just so like just so nice to. Democrats in general, that it won't be as yeah. easy to find as many negative stories on, you know, Joe Biden, which I know they'll be out there, but they just won't be as widely published as all the stuff that we've been getting on Trump for the last four years.
2: Well, well, think about it, right? We talk about hypocrisy, man, think about it. Um, what they what they're trying, what they tried to do was talk about his son, right? His son, uh, was it Hunter, Hunter
1: Biden? Yeah,
2: right. Okay, so Hunter, we know had a drug problem if Hunter used his dad's name, you know, to get into wherever. I'm pretty sure Joe knew some things about it. Um, but for, from my understanding of it, though, the first thing that they were trying to bring up in, in the Ukraine was they said that once Joe found out during his vice presidency that something was going on, he 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 demanded that there be an investigation. And they did the investigation in the, from the Ukraine and from the United States, and they found nothing. So now they're bringing this back up. And I'm just like... This is, see, this is the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. The, rep- the hypocrisy is, you know what? You're talking about Hunter Biden and what he got paid. And you think all the Trumps, all the sons and the daughter, no, they're yeah. all getting paid, bro. No, I, was
0: actually, I touched on that right before the election. I think in one of my uh, closing arguments episodes, I had said that, you know, I concede that, you know, maybe Hunter Biden did get paid like that. And honestly, I mean, that probably would have been been a much bigger deal to me four years ago. But after you spend four years of kind of like normalizing corruption in the White House, and it's really hard for you to come out as the face of that corruption and be like, hey, you can't elect Joe Biden. He's corrupt. I'm like, what have you been doing for the last four years? We see how much money you've been making off of the Trump name. Ivanka somehow made $80 million in one year. Your sons have like, like, uh ten times over their net worths. I mean, you have all these diplomats staying at your like uh at your like hotels when they come to America so you can funnel off that taxpayer money. I mean, we see what you're doing. Don't talk to me about corruption, man.
1: Yeah. But, and, think know, th- yeah.
2: and think about it. Yeah. Think about it. If your if your dad, right? If your dad uh had you know the second highest position in the world at one point, right? Yeah. You know what people are paying for? You know why people are at you know what they say, hey Dez, man. Um we want you to come and run this company. We're going to pay you you know, $1.2 million uh, under contract for the next uh, five years or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Uh, or yeah. $1 million, $1.2 million a year. Um, and you're like, wow, these people are offering me this job. That's going to be very tempting. But we all know at the end of the day what they're, why they want you there. They want yeah. you there for access. Yeah, That's all it is. And, I mean, this happens every day, whether it's at the highest level or the lowest level most people get jobs because of someone that they knew hell my job pays well, pays us to bring people in so there's always some type of it's a it's a way to incentivize and get good supposedly get good people in right but at the end of the day it's about access and everybody does it so the thing is you know it's it's just it, we, you know we become so hypocritical in every little thing we're so sensitive to every little thing that we forget that we have a past because what people will tell you is if they say, Hey, well, you know, Des, you did this, this, and this, but yeah, but I'm not president. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. not this, Well, it doesn't matter. You're still a human being, right? You still did the same thing. And so if someone tried to prevent you from doing something for the, when you're trying to do something for the greater of good in your eyes, and someone kept telling, you no and kept bringing up your past, how would you feel? And that's no. the thing that I think people are missing.
0: No, it's a, it's a fair point to make. I I know there's definitely an argument to make on both sides of it. I probably could argue on both sides of that if I wanted Mm -hmm. to. And, you know, I I think for me, when I was looking at the way Biden handled it, you know, first of all, I wasn't taking it seriously because of what I was saying about Trump. So I was like, exactly, those things kind of just like washed for me. But (laughs) I was just like, I was like, okay, I admit Biden might be corrupt on this, or his family is at least, but if Trump's corrupt too, as far as I'm concerned, we're both, we're getting corruption in the White House. It doesn't really matter. Like, you know, just cancels out. Cancels out. But I I think for Biden, I think he just had a misstep with handling it. I mean, I think the fact that he tried dismissing it like it didn't happen, that- that was kind of a misstep on his part, but thankfully he didn't really come back to burn him too much because he still got in the White House. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, trying to like pretend like, oh, well, you know, this is a non-story. I can't, I won't even take this seriously. It might be Russian disinformation. I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen, all I'm trying to say is like, you know, Republicans right now are trying to treat like every scandal like it, like somehow Antifa is involved in it. I don't Mm -hmm. like the idea that Democrats are trying to like treat every scandal of theirs like the Russians are involved in it somehow. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like the Democrats are using Russia as their boogeyman while the Republicans are using Antifa as their boogeyman. I'm just like, y'all need to
2: stop. Well, I think that when you look at it wholeheartedly, like I'll give an example, we talk about media, right? So when you talk about media on one hand, um, it's like okay, people are like, oh, CNN is so this and so that. That very well may be true, uh, but so is Fox, right? So Fox slants its way, CNN slants its way. Um, what I try to do is I try to look at both, but what I really look at who plays a like a real neutral piece to it and just delivers the news that are just like here it is, you know, take with it what you want, make your own decision. Is um, you know the the AP. So I'll look at AP news, you know, the Associated Press because they just roll it out that way. Now when we look at Um, everything else like Trump always wanted to call out like these different news outlets fake news fake news fake news I don't think that it was so much that they were fake I think that when you take on you try to take on media companies and these news companies and these news networks and you just call them fake you're not going to be doing you're not doing yourself any favors you know what I mean you're not you're not really doing yourself any favors and at the end of the day when I look at it if he would have just done the job does if he would have gave Uh, black people something, a little bit of something to show, hey, this is more than what you've ever received, you know what I mean? Um, And did the job, you would have had some black people that voted for him. You know what I mean? I mean, I know there are black people voted for him, but I mean, he would have had more black people vote for him. But you you can't come out and do the things that he did and say the things that he says, and the good things that he did do gets overshadowed by his sheer stupidity you can't come out and do those things and then expect the same outcome, you know. So,
1: you know, um, it's
0: crazy right now because I feel like if someone was actually like listening to like this particular thing, mm-hmm. and you actually had white skin instead of black skin, you uh-huh. would have just been called a Nazi for even for even uttering the phrase like the good things he did do. You know, yeah. this. I mean, like the, the culture right now, like from what I'm seeing, like uh, you know, like on my on my like social media right now is so uh-huh. toxic towards like, you can't even kind of compliment a single thing that any Republican does ever or else we're going to cancel the hell out of you. It, <laughs> it, it's crazy to me.
1: It, it it's is, crazy. It me. Is. You
0: know, it, um, it's like, it's so extreme. I'm just like, I understand that Trump's a bad person, but like we, I can't go down the line and say that nothing good came from his presidency. I mean, I know uh, he's a bad person. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, but like every single thing that he did was wrong. I mean, no, no. I, can't, I won't say that.
2: No, I think, I think, one, I think that, um, and this is what people forget, he did the, uh, I, I forgot he changed when Kim Kardashian came to him about uh, uh, the prisoner, you know, the, you know the people in jail for those crimes that they weren't even associated with or whatever whatever it was. I, I can't think of the name of it right now because um, it was a hot topic a couple of years ago, but um, him doing what he did, that was a good deed. That was a step in progress. Uh, Black folks weren't the only people that benefited from it. There were some white people involved there. So that was a good thing. But his sheer stupidity for wanting attention, that got pushed to the side. And his, whatever he did during that time or close to that time got overshadowed by it. Um, I think the tariff thing with China, um, just speaking to some business people that are out there that deal with China, that, um, you know, ship all over the world. They said that that really did need to happen because if you look at the, the way that it was set up it was like it wasn't fair like it was like china was getting the benefit of everything and we weren't getting anything it was like um we'll buy from but we won't buy from you but you got to buy from us one of those type of deals you know what i mean so right. i don't think he handled it correctly yeah, we don't um, want
0: you to get, like, they don't want their stuff to be taxed when they sell their stuff in our country, but they're going to sell a right. of us when we sell our stuff in their Exactly.
2: Country. Exactly. So something needed to be done about that because we're going to do fair trade and let's make it fair. Um, and then all oh, he had, to, the only other thing he had to do, if that would have been me and I would have been in Trump, I would have been like, I'm going to ride this economy wave. Even though I know it was Obama's, I'm getting credited for it. I'm going to ride that wave. I'm going to do something. Um, that's large, but very small for the black community, right? So that they can appreciate me, and um, I'm going to handle if this virus. Came up if you'd handle the virus a little bit better and shown leadership,
0: or just try to do it at all.
2: Yeah, and showing some leadership, man. He probably would have been in office. You know what I mean? But when I mean, you just do.
0: He wouldn't have gotten my vote but he i think he would no. have gotten a lot more people's votes that way
2: yeah 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 he wouldn't have got mine either <laughs> i am <I'm laughs> not i'm not voting my thing is i'm not voting for uh, a, a racist i'm just i'm just not and yeah. and like i said um when your other person was on i'm like dude was a racist way before he was president but that's the <laughs> whole other thing you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't mind, don't